The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Before we get started, I wanted to let you know some really exciting news. My new book, The One Through One Method, which I've been working on for three years, is now available for pre-order. You can find it at Barnes & Noble and also Amazon.com. And of course, you can go into your local mom and pop bookstore and ask them to order it for you. When you do place your pre-order for the book, I want to reward you and help you get started immediately with your mindset. All you do is go to 131book, write that down, 131book.com. You'll enter your email address and your order number. And immediately, like that minute, I will send you this free mindset coaching program that I've created as a bonus, as my thank you to you for pre-ordering the book, for supporting me, for being with me along this very, very important, very personal journey. I am so committed to helping you get healthy from the inside out, improving your gut health, and creating a customized approach that works without the fads, without the gimmicks, something that you can do for the rest of your life and change the legacy of health in your family. But you know what? It starts with mindset. So please take advantage of this free bonus. It's a $97 value, and it's yours by going to 131book.com for more details. All right, enjoy the show, but don't forget, 131book.com. Hey there, welcome to Build Your Tribe. My name's Shalene Johnson. And my name is Brock Johnson. With more than 25 years of experience in a variety of businesses, I promise to share with you the ins, the outs, my failures, and successes. And my goal is to share with you these social media money-making strategies to turn your idea into passive income. Every week, my son, Brock, and I will share with you perspectives that will serve you regardless of the stage that you're at in your business. Whether you're a solo entrepreneur looking to grow your brand in social media or you've got dreams for a global brand, Build Your Tribe is here to serve you. All right, Mom, this one's all you. Thanks, Brock. So today, I want to talk to you about lead generation or building your email list, whatever term you want to use. I want to talk to you specifically about the strategies you have in place that once people are learning about who you are, finding out that you have an expertise or knowledge or something that can help them, what and how are you taking their interest and helping them to become part of your community? How are you capturing their email address? And more importantly, how are you turning that person into a customer? Because you've got something that can help them. And there's no shame. In fact, there's an incredible, I believe, obligation you have to let people know that you can help them. And if there's a fee associated, great, because there's people out there with money in their pocket waiting for you to save them time and money by investing in you. Does that make sense? I think sometimes we get so caught up in the like, oh, well, if I'm really here to help people, then why would I charge people? Well, because you have a shortcut. You don't just have all the answers. You know the right order in which to do them in. And so We've got to set aside this like weird, strange guilt thing that we have over asking people to make an investment in themselves. I mean, you want people to follow through, don't you? 
And one thing we know is that none of us value free the same way we value something that we've invested in. So lead generation, lead magnets, freemiums, opt-ins, whatever you want to call it, there is a methodology most of us have been teaching and practicing when it comes to building your online business around the idea that if you give people something small, like a PDF, an Audible, an ebook, a Skype consultation, whatever it is, if you give people something for free, a downloadable grocery list, in exchange, they will give you their email address. And it works to some extent. But there's a very good chance that what you're doing needs to be overhauled. You need a new strategy. This is a concept we covered in great detail at the last Marketing Impact Academy live event. By the way, if you're a student, you need to be at one of these live events. It is mind-blowing. It's impossible to describe what happens. I mean, obviously, if you are one of my students, you're inside one of my academies, the Marketing Impact Academy, you're going to get the footage. Everything we do, we videotape it, we record it, and you're going to get it inside your academy shortly, actually, depending on when you're listening to this. But there's just something that's impossible to describe that happens that there's no way we can put inside the academy because it's the networking. It's the connections. It's the turning around and running your idea past eight people who don't work in your industry, who don't know you, and who can give you an objective opinion. Like your cold audience is there and you actually get to meet with them and get these great ideas. And even if it's not my event, just try to get to some important events, the type of events that are workshop style, where you actually get to talk and interact, meet with, engage, discuss, brainstorm, and figure things out with other really motivated, helpful, passionate entrepreneurs. So we talked about the significance, the importance, the critical nature of building your email list. Like if we're talking passive income, there's nothing passive, y'all, about having to spend every waking moment on social media or feeling like you have to because otherwise you're not getting sales. If that's the case, if you're not getting leads, if you're not getting new customers, if you're not getting new people to work with, if you're not getting new sales, unless you're on social media, then that simply is a warning sign, a signal, a blast, an alarm that you need to do a better job of building your email list. How do we do that? Well, we can do that with freemiums, opt-ins, you know, where we're giving people something for free. I don't think I need to go into it. You know what freemiums are, but how well do those work? Well, we found, when I say we, Team Johnson, Smart Life, 131 Method, and in addition to that, in doing the case studies with our students, it has been very clear over the last three years that freemiums receive this free thing in exchange for your email, that that has provided diminishing returns. Not necessarily just in the building of the email, but in the building of customer relationships. And here's why. You're going to know why. It's almost so obvious. It's silly to even point it out, but I will. Most of us have more than one email address. One that's, quote, our good email, the one that we don't use for shopping. It's the email that we give to our friends and family and business associates. And then we probably have one or two or maybe even more other emails that we use for shopping for freemiums, for newsletters, for things that we don't want to crowd our actual inbox. I know I have one. I don't use my good email address unless it's something that I, I really, I want to follow up on. I want to make sure I don't forget about it. So for me personally, and I'm sure this is true for you too, if it's something I've purchased, I use a very specific email address. I have got two that I use. I have one that I use 
just in general for shopping. And then there's my my good email address that I try to have as few people have it as possible. And sometimes I will actually use, let's call that my premium email. Sometimes I'll use my premium email, even when I'm purchasing something, if I know like, okay, I want to make sure I see this or that I know how I can return it or I can refund or stop the monthly payments or whatever. If it's something I want to make sure I see again, I use my premium email. So how is it, whatever you want to call that email, your premium email, your best email, the one you're actually using, the one you're actually looking at, how do we get people to give us that email address? Because you and I both know if they're giving us their spam email address, the one that they don't care about, the one that they don't check, the one that they use just to get the free report, the likelihood that they're actually going to go back in there and read your follow-up email sequence is almost zero. So think about yourself. Think about the last time you entered an email address to receive a free report. Maybe you went back in and confirmed your email address because there was a double opt-in. Maybe you looked at the first email that delivered to you the piece of content that you were waiting for, but they gave you something for free. So the likelihood that you're now going to see their follow-up emails is incredibly low because you don't check that inbox. That's your spam inbox. You're not looking to build a relationship with this person online, unless, of course, you were blown away by their freemium, but that's probably a pretty low likelihood. And as a matter of fact, the likelihood that this person is ever even going to open your freemium is pretty low because you and I both know they entered their email address and then in the matter of moments, they probably got a text message or some kind of an Instagram notification or something that took them away from that free thing. And because it was free, they don't really care about like, oh no, I spent that money. I better go see if I got that free report. It was free. But what if that report, which is by the way, so good, right? This thing that you've provided for people for free, it's so good. You know it's so good and they want it, they need it. What if you just charged a very small nominal fee for that? Let me give you an example. So you have, let's say, shopping lists for someone who's preparing for their first fitness competition, and you've got a meal plan and shopping list, and you're using that as your freemium. Well, if I'm that girl who's trying to get ready for her first fitness competition, I need this, and I've got a couple of choices. I can buy them from a, quote, fitness influencer, or I could download a bunch of free ones. I could hire a personal trainer. I could hire a nutritionist, or I really like your stuff, and I could just pay a small fee, like, let's say let's say $7 or $10, of course that person's going to pull out their credit card and pay the $7 or the $10. And that is huge. Now, not huge in terms of a financial windfall. You're not likely going to build a multi-million dollar business with one $7 offer. But don't rule it out. It could happen. But that's not the goal. The goal is how do we get people whose attention we've garnered How do we get those people to actually be customers? How do we do this when the freemium route, the here's my free whatever for your email address, when it's just not working as well anymore, when people aren't actually giving us their best email address? How do we get this person to become one of our customers and to trust us and to be part of our tribe when it's so hard to get people's attention, when it's just so crowded and noisy out there and all of us are so easily distracted? from communication because there's so much coming at us. The way we do that is by asking people to trust us with their credit card. Answer, reducing the risk. 
by offering something of value for a very low cost. What this does is it reduces the risk and it increases the chances, the likelihood that now this person is very, 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 very likely to give you their best email address, to check their inbox, and to use what it is they've paid for. They paid for it. So it automatically has value. And because we're all so afraid of being scammed, we actually go into our inbox to make sure and like literally sit and wait and hit refresh until that thing shows up. Do you think anyone's doing that for your freemium? No, they're like, yeah, it's in my inbox. I'll go check it out. I'll read that thing later. It was free. There's this idea that we have that if something's free, it's going to be less valuable. It's going to be missing something. This person's going to try to trick us into spending money with them. Whereas when we're upfront and say, listen, here are the meal plans and the grocery list that accompanies it. And I normally sell this, which is true for whatever price, let's say it's $150. You have access to it today for $7.99. Whatever that is worth to you. Like what is an email address? Not just an email address. What is the right customer's relationship worth to you? A lot, if you're asking me, a lot. I mean, it's kind of crazy how much we'll spend to find the right individual who we can help in our business, whether it's the one through one method or if it's an entrepreneur who's trying to build their business. Like that's a very valuable customer for us. So once it's the right person, we will spend a lot of money to begin that relationship. Your next question might be so then do I need to take all of my freemiums down and turn those into paid? entry level or baby offers, if you will, introductory offers, baby offers, whatever it is you want to call that term. Some people call it even a tripwire. My recommendation is to have a nice variety of both to take maybe your best performing freemium and see what happens if you take it down for, say, three months and turn it into a paid offer. Your landing page will still look very similar, except that your landing page is now technically going to be a sales page. By the way, I'm going to do a follow-up episode on the difference between landing pages, home pages, opt-in pages, and the biggest mistakes that people are making. So anyways, take your best performing freemium. This is what I'm going to challenge you to do. Take your best performing freemium and the opt-in page that you're using for it. Take a look with a critical eye at what you've been delivering to people for free and ask yourself, okay, could this look better? You know, again, you don't want to pour too much effort into this and don't fall under the misguided notion that you have to give people a lot more in order to charge for something. The main thing that people want is for you to save them time. People want results. They want transformation. They want something that helps them, but they don't want it to take a long time to help them. So be careful that you don't go, okay, well, I'm giving people this audio couple of lessons for free, but if I'm going to charge them $10, I should put like 10 more audios in there. Well, that's going to take like five more hours for people to get through the information. So try to give people transformation, the information, whatever it is they're seeking, and allow that to happen as quickly as possible. Avoid adding fluff or extra content just so that it feels more valuable. Instead, basically take exactly what it is you've been working with and just give it a once over and make sure you feel really confident about charging for it. Charge a price that is as low as you can handle, that makes sense. Don't worry about what your competition is doing. Just ask yourself, is this the right introductory offer? You've been giving it away for free up until now anyways. 
you want to charge somewhere between $7 and $30 or $7 and $50. It depends on what your next entry level product, service, or offering is. So for example, if the next place for them to make a purchase with you is a $1,000 product, well, then an introductory offer might be a $99 offer from you. But if your main product is a $100 product or service, well, then you could create an introductory or a baby offer that's even $7. Now, you want to take a look at it and ask yourself, am I happy with this? Am I proud of this? Does this clearly represent what people can come to expect when they work with me with one of my higher paid services or offerings? Does it need to be proofread? Does it need to be fixed? Does it need to be updated? Could it be delivered in such a way that it's easier for people to consume the information? Don't spend a ton of time working on this. I want you to do it as quickly as possible. Then take a look at your opt-in page and It certainly doesn't hurt, especially if you're a Marketing Impact Academy student, go back into your lessons, go through the lessons on landing pages, make sure that you're meeting all of the updated criteria. We're always updating it so that you know what is working best at the moment, but go through that criteria, make sure your landing page has the right heading, the right subheading, that you're using either a quick looping video with subtitles, because remember people watch on silent. Or if not, you're using the right hero image, that there are a minimal number of boxes for people to enter information. The moment they enter their email address, they should be clicking a button that says, take me to the order form or yes, I want in or whatever the call to action is you've decided to go with. It should then take them directly to the sales information. But you want to make sure you get their email address first in case they get interrupted in the middle of the process and then you can retarget them. Okay, so you've got their email address. They go directly to the sales page. They're entering in their information and boom, they are delivered that content that you were once giving away for free. Of course, you are a regular listener of the Build Your Tribe podcast. So you know that if you're delivering somebody something, you better have a follow-up sequence of emails. The number one opened email of all emails is the confirmation email. So make sure your subject line says, confirmation or order. People are always looking, we're looking for that. Confirmation of your order, confirmation of your attendance, confirmation of your registration. We're looking for the confirmation order. So people open that one. And because it's the number one opened email and you're delivering to them that thing that they've paid for and you know they're going to be looking for because they paid for it, this is the perfect email. Oh, and by the way, P.S., if you're looking for something more, I also offer this. So don't turn your confirmation email into a sales email. Don't do that. But put a PS at the bottom if there's something else related to what it is they've just purchased that can also help them. Maybe it's the next step. Why wouldn't you do that? It's rude not to. If you know that this person is in the market, let's say, to remodel their kitchen, and hypothetically speaking, they've just paid $10 for the what you need to know before hiring your first contractor. They've just paid $10 for that report from you. But in addition to that, you offer your services as a general contractor from a virtual standpoint, like you become the virtual general contractor and you offer that to people. Obviously, this person is about to remodel their kitchen and that $10 thing that you just offer them is great. But this is also likely the person who really needs a general contractor, which is something you offer. So wouldn't it just be impolite 
not to let them know that you also do that because you know they're going to fall in love with this thing that they just paid $10 for. So why wouldn't you just say, oh, by the way, P.S., if you're interested, I, I do this other thing. Don't be afraid to put a P.S. in the bottom. Don't hit people over the head with a sale. But I just think once we kind of want to do business with someone, why wouldn't we want to continue to do business with them? And why wouldn't you, as the business owner, let them know that you have this other thing? Cool. All right. So that is your homework assignment. Take a look at the freemiums, the free opt-ins that you've created, your lead magnets, and ask yourself which one is so freaking good you cannot believe you haven't been charging for it and do a little test. Turn it into a paid offer and then do me a favor because I want to feature your story. I want to hear how this went. Tell me all about it. You can send your voicemail to give me just the bullet points of how that went. You can send that to or you can record it, I should say, by going to my website. Just go to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash podcast. There is a speak pipe widget on the site. Just kind of give me the nuts and bolts and how we can reach out to you and we'll schedule a call and feature your story here on Build Your Tribe. All right, how about them apples? You have a homework assignment, which could lead to not only sales, a better email list, but it could also lead to you being featured right here on a top-ranking business podcast to thousands, hundreds of thousands, perhaps, of people who are interested in what it is you do. We might just feature your story. So follow through so we can share your story. As always, my objective is to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun, and then be done. Y'all, we are done. Mm-hmm.